Welcome to the Beantown Podcast. This is your host with the most, Quinn David Furness, coming to you live from 817 St. Paul Street here in beautiful yet chilly Beantown, USA, Baltimore, Maryland. How is everyone? What's going on? What's happening? My name is Quinn David Furness, and I am the host of this show, the Beantown Podcast, the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top five hundred podcasts, and you can take that to the bank. We are coming to you live in the new year, 2019, our first live podcast of 2019, January 12th, Saturday. Thank you to everyone uh, who tuned in, who supported the year one special. I myself have been working my way through it. I haven't sat down in one sitting yet and listen to all of it. It's four and a half hours. It's a big chunk to get through, but I hope everyone appreciates that. In the description, both YouTube and everywhere else, we have the time next to the start of each different clip or story. So I think that should be helpful for you. I had a lot of fun making it, and it was a lot of fun putting it together. So uh, there you have it. But we are coming to you live now for the first time in 2019 back at 817 St. Paul Street. Have not podcasted from 817 St. Paul Street since, oh man, it's probably been a month because I'm thinking we're going back here. Year one special last week, year before that, year before that. Well, technically that's true. I didn't even mean to say that. That was a dad pun. Week before that was our West Virginia special. The week before that, we came to you live from Texas. The week before that, we came to you live from New York week before that, we came to you live from, uh, well, we were in Beantown, but we were at our holiday season correspondent Megan's house, uh, talking about palindromes and such. So it's been a, a solid over a month, I think, what, five shows since we've been coming to you live from the homestead. It's good to be back. It's good to be home. I put my iPod shuffle, uh, or my iPod Nano into shuffle mode today. And you know what came up first song? Chris Daughtry. I'm coming home to the place where I belong. Uh, listener discretion is advised when you are listening to the Bean Town podcast. Number one, we will occasionally use some adult language here on this podcast, although it's sparse and few in between. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. New Year, same old uh, listener discretion is advised take. That's what you love about the Beantown Podcast, consistency. Uh, <clears throat> don't forget, when you are talking about the Beantown Podcast on social media, use the hashtag friends of the podcast. Not friends of podcasts, not uh, friends like you're talking about Quakers, friends of the podcast. That's the hashtag. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BeantownCast. We're on Facebook. Of course, we're uh, an email, right? We're big into tech these days, 21st century, 2019. BeantownPodcast at Yahoo.com. I'll say it again for the brothers in the back. BeantownPodcast, B-E-A-N-T-V, podcast at Yahoo.com. Uh, I want to thank a dear listener and a close friend of the podcast who actually emailed us early on in 2019, I would like to read that message live on air. It's nice. We don't, so for those of you who, who don't know, maybe you're new to the podcast, new year, new podcast, we don't get a ton of mail in 
the inbox. A lot of it is junk, spam, Expedia offers, etc., etc. But we got a nice email here from a, a dear friend. I want to read it live on the air. We got his permission <laughs> to do it. Let's get started with that. Uh, dear friend, my name is Mr. Rock Chris. Not Chris Rock, mind you, Rock Chris. And I am a banker by profession. Already a good start. I love money. I hail from Ugadugu. Apologies to all my uh, African friends. Burkina Faso, West Africa. It's a country. Ugadugu is the uh, capital city. Learned that when I was young. My reason for contacting you is to transfer and abandon 10.5 million. 10 million 500 United States. 10 million 500. Is that right? 10 million 500. Well, 10.5 would be 10 million 500,000. I don't know about your banking credentials there, Mr. Rock Chris, but let's continue to your account. Before I introduce myself more, I wish to inform you that this letter is not a hoax mail. Well, that calms my nerves, frankly, and I urge you to treat it serious. I'm reading it on one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. Of course, it's serious. This letter must come to you as a big surprise. Uh, yes, because I don't get a lot of mail in the Beantown Podcast, Yahoo.com, but you can change that. But I believe it is only a day that people meet and become great friends and business partners. Now, right there, my admissions ears perk up because this guy's writing slash English ability, syntax, grammar, onomatopoeia, all that good stuff. Maybe not the strongest. I'll read that sentence again. But I believe it is only a day that people meet and become great friends and business partners. Sounds more like a Bible verse than anything else, but let's continue here. The owner of this fund died since on May 5th, 2003. Now, that's a damn shame. May 5th, Cinco... Mayo, big holiday here in the Americas. I don't know much about West Africa. I would assume Day of the Dead, Halloween, Cinco de Mayo, all big things over there as well. Dying on May 5th, that's almost as bad as like dying on your birthday or dying on Christmas or Easter, ironically, because that's all about rising from the dead. But you know... Let's let's continue with his next of kin, all in caps, next of kin. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to present you to the bank as the next of kin, again, in all caps, slash beneficiary of this fund. Further details of the transaction shall be forwarded to you as soon as I receive your return mail indicating your interest. Have a great day with a period. Now, in parentheses, all caps, This or fill this form bellow. So, bellow, B-E-L-L-O-W. Isn't that the thing? It's got, you know, two handles and you say that noise again. Into the fire to stoke it. Before they had fire stokers, they had bellows. Fill this form bellow, please, and resend it to me. Okay, information that Mr. Rock, Chris, dear friend of the podcast, hashtag friends of the podcast, your full name, your sex, that's private, mister, your age, your country, your occupation, your personal mobile number. I say mobile because West Africa conquered, colonized by the British. They say mobile instead of mobile, uh, Mobile, Alabama. Anyone ever been there? Let us know in an email if you have. Uh, I'm looking forward for your immediate response. Regards, Mr. Rock, Chris. So I email Mr. Rock, Chris back. Haven't heard anything yet. I assume he was 
so taken aback by hearing from Quinn David Furness, host, owner, creator, and best boy of the Beantown Podcast, that he probably has been in a coma for days just saying, wow, you know, to all his West African brothers, I made it. We made it, bros. Uh, so thank you to uh, Mr. Rock Chris, dear friend of the podcast, for uh, tuning in to the show every weekend, leaving us a kind email. Of course, you can always find us, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com, but we've already gone through that stuff. All right. What are we going to be talking about today? What are we going to talk about today? Um, well, it's uh, it's been a cold couple of weeks here in Beantown. Uh, we're having some okay times running. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, so I've been good. I've been consistent with the running. Um, been trying to get into it more. Maybe try and do <clears throat> a race of some kind in 2019. I took 2018 off from races. No, uh, no races of any kind. Oh, hang on. Something's happening. Something's going on with my phone here. It's freezing up. Um, but I think I've told the story of running the Marine Corps Marathon. But uh, oh, hang on. Let's see. We're getting a call here. Uh, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Edward, you're live on the Beantown Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm um, doing... Is there... Okay, there we go. What What's going on? No, nothing, nothing. I was just... I thought you were on speaker, but you won't, so, yeah. Okay. Hey, how's Tucson? Tucson is uh, Tucson, you know. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, like, in the summer, it's basically like two suns. Two suns, I like that. <laughs> hey, you know you know, Star Wars and tattooing, they have two suns. I know. <laughs> I don't watch Star Wars a lot, but I, I do went through all of them. You're the what? biggest Star Wars fan I know. What are you talking about? The what? <laughs> What's happening? It's it's uh it's after midnight. What are you doing awake? It's not after midnight. It's like ten thirty here, so I'm not doing anything. But just like uh, watching videos online, streaming, uh, actually browsing. Anything good? No, not really. <laughs> Sounds like a wild Friday night. Why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you hitting the clubs? I don't go to clubs. I never drink. I don't. I don't drink at you're, all. Like at all. You are a very pious man. What does that supposed to mean? Pious means holy, well kept, decent, etc. Ah, uh, yeah, that might not be correct. <laughs> Sounds like you have some good stories you want to share. Maybe. What kind of stories do you want to hear? Oh, probably your craziest night in college. Ah. Uh, so I wouldn't call it crazy, but it was not quite. Let's call it the worst night in college. That's worst crazy. I'll take anything. Right. So I had. I was in a club. I was on the board. 
that we're supposed to host these uh, uh, training sessions and do uh, one of these little comp- little or not little competitions for the members and we separate them into teams so they can compete against each other, right? So as the member, uh, as the board member, you're supposed to be be the mentor that try to help help the these rookie members go through uh, all sort of practice. So that that's kind of the backstage. Then what happened is these my members weren't really cooperating and they weren't talking and we were supposed to finish this competition task like um, let's put it this way when, when you're supposed to finish uh, before the deadline so you can have time to practice and rehearse and then revise, revise right but what they did is they didn't talk or do anything at all, so we have to rush the whole thing within a couple hours, which was designed for a couple weeks. Besides that, I also have my own stuff because, you know, I'm a student too, and as things go up to junior and senior, your course, your courses get harder and your projects are harder as well. So I spent over 30 hours straight in the library at school, at school, not, not the library, but I do, I did spend like 10 hours in the library. So I spent like 30 hours more or more in school, at school. And uh, I didn't sleep, didn't quite eat a lot. And it was almost finals week. And so things were even worse. Yeah. How much Red Bull did you drink? I didn't drink any Red Bull. How much cocaine did you do? I don't do anything. So why was this the worst night? Why was... Were you listening? I'm just saying, hey, in college, there was a night when I took 10 shots of tequila and had an Adderall pill. And I tell you what, that was wild, and I also didn't sleep that night. But that sounds way worse than sitting in the library doing homework. No, it's not sitting in the library doing homework. It's trying to guide these people who are who supposed to show up with things ready, but end up showing up with nothing ready. I would like to remind you of a passage that our dear friend Mr. Jones taught us growing up. Teach a man to fish, and you will feed him for a day, but... Teach a man to fish, and you will feed him for a week. Yeah, but the problem is before you actually teach him how to, before he manages fishing, he will be starved to death. So you need to teach him, uh, provide him both fish and fishing. I'm glad you brought up fish because it brings me to a topic that I wanted to touch on. Fish tacos here, big thing in Tucson, big taco scene in general. I know you're a taco man, so what are where, where are we going to find the best tacos in Tucson? Um, there are a lot of, actually a lot of Mexican uh, taco trucks that were not exactly um, a restaurant. It's like a, a food truck that drives, drives around day and night 
and uh, like usually an, they, they provide the best tacos you can find. Like an ice cream truck for tacos. Yeah. But they do have a fixed location for the night, so people can actually go and buy at, the, at a one location. So which one's your favorite? Um, they are not much of difference. They have similar materials, similar manuals, similar taste. I think my, it might be different for a person who didn't grow or who didn't try taco in Tucson. But at here, uh, there weren't really much of a difference. Did you, say, did you say they have a similar manual? Yeah. You need a manual to eat your tacos? No, not manual. A menu. Menu. Yeah. Similar menu. But they call it different names, you know, just because it's different uh, people who are running. But essentially, it's the same thing. Very good. Very good. Um, I'm glad you called on while we were doing the podcast because <clears throat> I've been meaning to get an answer to this question for a long time. And... I just figure you're the man for the job since you're the math genius here. So, uh, train A is traveling 70 miles per hour, leaves Karachi, heading toward Baghdad. Yeah, it's in Pakistan. Karachi. Okay. It's heading northwest towards Baghdad, which is approximately 1,700 miles away. So it's going 70 miles an hour. At the same time, train B, traveling 60 miles per hour, leaves Baghdad heading southeast towards Karachi. When do the two trains meet, and how far from each city do they meet? Okay, that's actually a very interesting question. Well, we ask very interesting questions on the Beantown Podcast. Do you? Uh, Sure, let's see. Are you still here? Yes. In your answer, please show your work. All right. Um, so, typically, when you do mass problems like this, you will consider the the approaching velocity of the, these trains will be would be seventy plus sixty because they are moving towards each other. So, we know the full distance is seventeen hundred miles, right? Uh. Yeah, we said they are 1,600 miles apart. Oh, 16, never mind. So, um, train A is traveling 70 miles per hour, and train B is traveling 60 miles per hour, which makes their the uh, approaching velocity uh, 130, because they are moving towards each other, just like I said. So, um, if we divide the distance, which is 1,600 miles per hour, uh, 1,600 miles between two cities, by the velocity, which is 130 miles per hour, we'll get around oh, 12, 12 hours and uh, around like 15 minutes. So, if they start at the same time, we start driving at the, at the speed that you described, they should meet uh, after 12 hours and 10 or 15 minutes. 
Okay, so second part of the question, how far from each city do they meet? Right. Uh, hold on a second. So, train A that was leaving from where? Train A is leaving from Karachi. Karachi will be around 860 miles away from Karachi. And uh, train B will be... Uh, where, where did it come from? Baghdad. Baghdad? Yeah, it's in Iraq. Okay, I know, but that's a weird name. <laughs> so, so train B will be around seven, 740 miles away from uh, Big Dad. Assume, assume, you know, everything that that's going constant and nothing like somebody want to drop, jump off or catch on. Assume Free- they're not stopping. Assuming they're not stopping for stations. You're a freaking genius, man. I know, right? That's what I do. I freak people out. Do you have any reflections on love and life and passion? On what? Love and life and passion. Wild life and passion? Yes. Uh... Not really. I mean, for me, I've always tried to keep myself calm and not doing anything wild. I don't. I don't see. But the the problem. My my point is, you shouldn't like. One shouldn't just try to go with whatever hits their head, you know. But rather to. Evaluate and make a rational decision instead of going wild and crazy, which will work sometimes, but in the most case, that might not give you the result that you want. That's pretty deep. If I understand your question correctly. Oh, I think we're on cloud nine, baby. What's that? I don't understand your metaphor. That's okay. In our hearts, we understand each other. Do we? Last question for you. If if Mr. Jones was sitting here right now, what would you say to him? Uh, I would say thank you very much because he really showed me uh, a different lifestyle that I would never did or I would never be able to accomplish on my own and he also brought a lot of good stuff including the Christian knowledge and the Christian beliefs which were very much different than I had it's very much different than I thought and uh, it's of course very, very much different than what I used to live um, although I'm not a believer, but I do have, uh, I, I do, I do think his, his belief is based on a rational decision.
Fair enough, fair enough. Well, Edward, I tell you what, do you have any spiritual food that you want to leave us with? Nah, not really, not this time. You're not driving me around, providing me free gas, so, uh, yeah. Well, if we ever had a chance, I would definitely visit you in Baltimore. Then you can drive me around. Then I can feed you some spiritual food. Only if you buy me a car first. Do you not have a car? No. What do you do? Do do walk? Do run? Do do you like ride a bike? I walk. I run. I take the bike. The 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 bus. Excuse me. I uh, eat tacos. I drink beer. I see movies. I live my life. Uh, I don't know what to say, but okay, I'll buy you a car. Like. I will buy you a scooter. You know. No, I do want. I don't want a scooter. I want a a Hummer. That's not gonna happen, like ever. <sighs> I'm frustrated. If, I'm frustrated. Did I tell you what? If this show goes wild and you are able to expand it to like international basis, like China or or Japan or whatever, I will buy you a car. I have listeners in Canada. That's like the 51st state. No, that's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico? Now, okay, Canada is 52nd. I think if you go to Canada and say that, they will shoot you. But I'm here in Arizona. They can't shoot me from there. Wait till they cross the border. They will come get you. Not until they defeat the people in Utah, and then they might have a chance. The people but I'll, I'll just go back to China, you know? That's always a safe bet. You have better walls over there. Uh, yeah, let's not make it political. <laughs> okay, anything else you want to add before we, uh, we end here? Well, I hope you are enjoying your life. You were uh, kind of my best friend in high school. So I do hope you're doing well. You're doing well. And as much as I know you are, so I'm happy for you. That's one. Uh, second, you need to visit me in Tucson someday or be- whenever I end up next or if you have a chance. Well, those are very kind words. I appreciate you saying that. And I thank you for coming on the podcast. And next time I am, I've never been to Tucson, but if I get the chance uh, you can take me to get some tacos, and I'll teach you some spiritual food. All right, that's fair. Fair enough. By the way, you, your Facebook picture is about 10 years old. Facebook? I don't update Facebook. Oh, you're on Facebook all the time. You're always posting and tweeting and chatting. I was, I transformed, like, uh, yeah, but that's like, um, just to share my life, but instead of, you know, actually doing something meaningful. <laughs> Sounds like a good replacement. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to change my photo or update it, but I'm mostly on Instagram and LinkedIn right now because, you know, I study business and uh, LinkedIn is apparently the Facebook for Facebook for business people. I don't know. You're so professional. Professional, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you going to go play some Fortnite or what are you going to do? 
because I don't have the equipment to do so, and uh, that's I. I think I watch people streaming on Fortnite. That's very much like Overwatch. I've never played either. I don't really know them. Okay, then why are you bringing this up? They're trying to impress. Well, just me. trying to make friendly conversation. Oh, you sound your accent is so. Your accent changed so much since you've moved to Baltimore. What are you talking about? This is how I always talk. No, you have this like Eastern Boston. No, there is nothing. There is nothing Boston about me except I host the Bean Town podcast. Yes, exactly. When you say Bean Town podcast, it's like the Boston podcast. No, they're completely different. I don't think so. It's like you're talking. Literally, feels like I'm talking to somebody else. You know, it's like you have the same voice, but your accent is so different. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, see, like you never talked like this before. <laughs> it's like, like a different guy. Did you did you like hit puberty again? <laughs> it's time for bed. All right. Okay. Okay, I hope you find some better online videos. Alright, you too. Okay, bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. You never know what you're going to get on the Beantown podcast. Sometimes you're just recording. And uh, we get friends of the podcast calling on. That's what's great about the podcast. It's... All for one, one for all, a truly democratic, liberty-inducing experience. Anybody who wants a voice can have a voice on the Beantown Podcast. Speaking of which, I'm not ready to announce it tonight, but hopefully next week or the week after, we will be announcing our donor tiers for the Pledge Drive Fundraiser Telethon annual event coming up in uh, February. That should be a lot of fun. So look out for those. Uh, big thanks uh, to Edward for calling in. Been talking on uh, Facebook lately. Said, "Hey, let's get let's get me on the Bean Town podcast. A lot of things I want to share." So uh, Edward talked us through tacos and trains leaving Baghdad and Karachi, and I don't know something else in twenty minutes. But it was a good time, and uh, always fun to have friends of the podcast whether you are rock chris or whether you are edward coming on the podcast uh let's read some advertisements here uh home pride oregon are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time well oregon listeners there's good news home pride inspection services in bend oregon is central oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541-207-1101. Or visit HomePrideOregon.com. That's 541-207-1101. Or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon. Inspection perfection.
All right. Well, we are getting into the wee hours of Friday night, Saturday morning. It's about 1 a.m. I'm thinking time to wrap it up. Time for bedtime. Um, let's see. Anything else on the Beantown podcast that I wanted to update for everyone? I think everyone's good on the schedule. Um, January, pretty calm, which is great because December was a lot of fun, but it was crazy. I mean, we were in New York, Texas, West Virginia, Maryland, um, Virginia doing the editing process. So honestly, it's really nice to uh, just be taking a load off but that's the thing about the bean top podcast there are no weeks off it doesn't matter where you are how busy your work is your real work that you get paid for bean top podcast doesn't take time off and that's my dedication to you the listeners there is no off season for the podcast even you know lebron james or any number of other athletes get an off season uh, but there is no off-season for the Beantown Podcast. So let's see. I think that just about wraps up everything uh, next week. Uh, I'm going to be running down a list of my favorite movies from 2018. It's a list that I've been meaning to get out to a couple different people, uh, but I figure it'd be fun to share on the podcast as well. Uh, I do take my movie recommendations and lists very seriously um, so I'm really looking forward to developing that I have a lot of just hard work and thinking to go to decide what I want to put on my list uh, for 2018 movies that should be really exciting I saw a lot of movies so I've got plenty to choose from okay I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up here. Uh, there are a couple other things I wanted to touch on, but they are escaping my mind right now. I should have written them down. What happened was I was in the theater uh, hours before this watching If Beale Street Could Talk, the uh, Barry Jenkins movie from the James Baldwin novel. And while I was watching, I had like all these great ideas for things I wanted to touch on on the show here tonight. But um, we ended up getting Edward calling in to talk about love, life, and passion, and physics, and then we got um, everything else going on, and next thing you know, things are escaping my mind. So uh, don't forget to use hashtag friends of the podcast when you're talking about the Beantown Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you want to do. Uh, we are everywhere where you find podcasts, unless we're somewhere where you don't find your podcast. Uh, once again, this has been Quinn David Furness. I am the host, creator, mixer, best boy, electrician, cinematographer, editor, uh, caterer even of the Beantown podcast. Uh, maybe we'll check in on you this weekend, live stream. I've been listening to some more Michael McDonald. Uh, oh, boom. One thing that I wanted to mention. It's a big idea. It's one of my biggest ideas yet. Um, but I think I think I could pull it off if I just give myself a lot of time and set really low expectations. I'm thinking of writing a memoir. Yeah, that's a, a memoir. And I had a great, this was all sparked. I was reading a, a college essay this week and uh, or a, rec, a letter of recommendation from a counselor about a, a student saying that <laughs> this student has faced a lot of adversity in their time. This is a West Virginia student. So, or, or, wow, you know what? I already messed it up. The whole bit is is off, although this isn't a bit. It's true. The student has faced a lot of 
diversity in their time as a student. And that was seen as, I assume they just misused diversity in place of adversity. But I tell you what, I'm thinking of writing a memoir calling it Facing Diversity. I think we could put a, you know, a really cool picture like of my face, maybe like arms crossed at the table. You're thinking, wow, this is going to be a great 21st postmodernism study in race, religion, politics, sex, and gender. Wow, Quinn, you're just like the leading expert on this stuff. And then you get into it, next thing you know, it's a memoir about Quinn David Furness, and it's comedical, it's funny, it'll have you splitting your pants laughing, peeing your pants too. Uh, so there's the big idea. It's uh, not a year two project. Um, it's happening over time, but I told you what, or I tell you what, I got the first step out of the way, opened a Google Doc today to start collecting thoughts and ideas. I think I've got a lot to write about. You know, I'm turning... 24 in two months here. They call that turning the corner uh, <clears throat> pretty much halfway to death. So uh, we got that to look forward to. But, okay, that's that's all we wanted to say. I'm uploading this, and I'm going to bed. It's a long day, long story short. Uh, this has been Quinn David Furness. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to year two of the Beantown Podcast. You never know what you're going to get, whether it's tacos in Tucson or writing memoirs, or uh, same old Home Pride Oregon. So everyone, have a great week. Don't forget to email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or grievances. Tweet at us, all that good stuff. Share the podcast if you like what you hear, if you think it's funny, um, or if you just want to get me blacklisted, whatever you need to do. Everyone, have a good time, safe weekend. I'll check in on you next week.